0: back to the Hollywood Tales podcast. My name is Ahmed Ahmed. This is my co-host.
1: Blake Barty. How's it going?
0: And we have a special guest host here with us. Hey. Marcus Redman. Hi, everyone. <laughs> we are sharing a microphone because we didn't rig. We weren't really expecting you to sit in on this one, but um, thanks for making time. And um, check out his podcast that we did with him exclusively on uh, Hollywood Tales on any platform. Joe Yurello is with us. What's up, buddy? How are you doing? Good to see you, man. Happy thanks for making time. Here. Yeah, thanks for making time. Uh, we record these podcasts at Jam in the Van Studios in West L.A. If you've never been, come check it out. This is our podcast studio, obviously. And then they have an indoor um, uh, space that holds about 150 people and then outdoor space that holds 300 people. There's music, there's comedy. It's a lot of fun. Let's just get right into it. Joe, you're How are you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you for... For coming on, let's talk about how we met.
1: Awesome! I actually we met actually. I was thinking about it. I actually did some research. I didn't want to do too much research. But I looked up the flyer, and it was in April 2018, I think, at the Comedy Palace, and uh, I was doing the show in the side room. I love that place. Uh, I think it's a new club now, uh-huh. uh, Mike Drop or something like that. But um, I'd actually seen the story about the, the, the police, the, right. the Palm Beats uh, thing, and I was leaving, and I went up and I said, what up? I told you I saw the video, and you actually threw me up that night to do a set. As I, as I, was, I
0: physically I, threw you on stage?
1: Yeah, yeah, you, like... <laughs> You uncle peeled me onto, onto, onto the stage. Um, With that move, what he did, it's called a bew. Like in wrestling, they call that a bew, where you throw somebody. A bew? Uh, yeah. Like, bew. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> you, yeah, I don't know why I know that. but I know random, random facts. This is a story of my life. Just never close enough to the mic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what were you doing in San Diego that night? You you, Uh, you weren't living in San Diego. You were just doing a set in the other room.
1: Yeah, I was doing a set in the side room for a cool dude named Billy Orm. It was in the side room. It wasn't the biggest show in the world, but, but I really loved the comedy palettes. It's my favorite comedy club, slots, Greek restaurant. I know, like, like <laughs> yeah. It's uh, but I do love the area, and like, even though I live in Huntington Beach in Orange County, I'll go anywhere in California. So, like, I hit up a lot of people and say, like, they're like, that isn't too far, and I'm, you know, it, it, some places are, but like, I love going to different areas and actually, like. That area, Kern and Mesa, it's actually a really, really dope area. Like, if I had more money, I'd probably vacate from there. Uh, but I don't, I don't, I'm too poor to vacate. I don't, you have to work the vacation.
0: Like, you, you really have to. I remember you went up on stage that night, and um, and you killed. And I thought, oh, this this fucking guy is hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Um, I mean, you know, you write all your own material. Oh,
1: yeah. I uh, Well, I actually knew I wanted to be a comedian for a long time before I actually was able to be a comedian. I knew when I was fucking six years old that I was 26 before I actually was able to be, like, mature enough and yeah, uh, put together enough to, to actually... Be like, yeah, together. And you know, i if it's the right word because uh, I had some funny days before. I was a comedian that, like, whoo, You know what I mean? Just like I, when I was like 20, I got 51, 58, and like it you got was. Got what? Uh, I got well. Black uh, notes. What uh, can you? They uh, they put you on a three day hold for you know like mental you know reevaluation. Yeah. Maybe you might be a harm to yourself or others. Uh, well, Joe probably uh, fucking put a joust yeah, no, on his in wheelchair my, or something like so, uh, so, can uh, I
0: ask you something? Were you, this is a personal question, um, were you born the way you are or did it happen over the course of? The
1: no, time? I well, I was like technically, like, ah, yeah, but right now I was more, uh, I got cerebral palsy from coming out with the umbilical cord wrapped around my neck and I was two months early. And like, it was a very, stressful point in time uh valentine's day 1987 and um i came out and the cord was around my neck they got it all before it did any damage to me not breathing but then when they put the oxygen mask on me as a baby because they don't like smack the ass like they do in the movies they don't (laughs) They don't do that anymore. They just give people, like, oxygen mess. And and uh, I took too much. I took too big of a hit of oxygen, <laughs> and and I it caused the brain damage. Uh, I think I blew out a lung, and, it, it, like, I think... I'm not sure on the, all the technicalities. I, I barely passed science class, but... Um, yeah, it sucks. That's what sucks about being disabled. It's you low-key have to have, like, I'm familiar with, like, medical terminology. And I'm like, I'm iris. I'm not qualified to be a fucking doctor. You know, like, like it's like, I didn't know how to spell cerebral palsy until I was, like, 16. But uh, cause I was, like... But it's weird, though, because my birth parents like for a while we're trying to deny that it happened till I was like a year old and then yeah it was just it was just an awkward situation and then like part of the reason I, I think I'm able to do as much is they're like you're not allowed to talk about your terrible palsy they literally told me that it's a kid and your like, parents told you that yeah because they're like they they were really old school by birth parents, like, um, but uh, and but then my adopted parents. I was adopted when I was twelve, and my adopted parents were a lot more supportive. And they taught me, like, you have to learn to be in a wheelchair. That's what a lot of people don't realize is you have to get like training. And it was pretty cool because I happened to be adopted by. My adopted dad, who's also in a wheelchair. So I literally, at like 12, 13, I was learning how to be disabled, which is, like, kind of weird. <laughs> like, it's kind of a skill you have to, like... When were you adopted? Tw- uh, 12. I was 12. So I was put in foster care when I was 10 in South Carolina. And then, like, over there, when you're in foster care... You can only be in there so long, and they want to get you out of there because resources and shit, you know, <laughs> like, and, and I, I couldn't believe it. That was one of the times in my life that they told me what well, what's up, But like, I'm the one that actually, like, suggested adoption to, like, the caseworkers in South Carolina, which... I kind of forgot, like, for a long time in my life until, like, two years ago, my dad reminded me. It's like, you know, that's really kind of sketchy. Like, why, where the fuck were they listening to you? And then, like... <laughs> like... It was kind of weird because they also... Like, they asked me, where do you want to be adopted? And I remember thinking, like, I get it twice. And I remember, like telling them California, because I always wanted to move to California. Where are you from originally? South Carolina. Oh, that's right, okay. The worst state in the country. The worst. (laughs) The worst. Okay. Do you know know why they're obsessed with the Civil War? Because that's the last interesting thing that happened there. (laughs) Uh, Oh, shit. It's the worst state in the country. I actually do want to, like, one of my goals in comedy is to go back there as a comedian and get book there. I'm not going to call out any of the clubs out oh, there. No. Well, I mean, there are barely any clubs because this place doesn't have stuff. They have no pro sports teams. They, you know, <laughs> it's a horrible place. That they Panthers? Well, no, see, even that, it's like Carolina, they're mainly North Carolina, the better Carolina, which, <laughs> you know. That, but, but, to, but to be fair, though, North Carolina isn't that much better. Like, it's like North Carolina, it's like if you sprain your ankle, South Carolina, it's you you lose your put like that's that's kinda like <laughs> the difference in quality between the two Carolinas. So then you so you get adopted, you choose California as your
0: state, the new parents come in. Yeah, my You no. land in Cali. Is that when you start stand up comedy or
1: No, my 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 adopted mom is actually a really cool lady She adopted, you know, like Several disabled kids. I'm talking like sixty. How many? Sixty. Six zero. Yeah. A all li- you all live in the same house? Uh, different houses. It's a multi health thing. Oh, wow. But she helps disabled adults. Oh, that's very cool. Live live like full and facilitated lives, and so. And what do they do to be able to afford that well, that's lifestyle? Well, well, that's that's. They help people get set up in independent living situations, and it's it's you know, like I went in and been able to go to college, and like they help people who are disabled live independent and still. And does the government is do they help? Oh, it's a, it's a it mixture it of things. Like yeah. it's there's that, and then there's people help get jobs, and like you know, it's it's. It, I, I really, I really lucked out in life that, like, I started out in one situation that was not helpful, and then I landed in the opposite situation that's, like, exactly where I needed to be, and it's really, like, it, that's always been kind of bizarre, that, that, but it worked out because I lived in a good, well, Huntington Beach isn't a good area, but... I lived in a nice That's area. Nice. It's a nice area. It's it's got a reputation. It's not as bad as South Carolina by a long <laughs> shot. But like, but I keep
0: shitting on South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we get it. You hate South
1: Carolina. Here's here's. I will say one good thing about South Carolina, Clemson. Clemson. Uri- yeah, Clemson University. Uh, I uh but yeah, honey to meet sucks I went <laughs> I,
0: I did a movie in North Carolina oh. and they told yeah, the inkwell and they told me they said don't go to South Carolina and so we all had rental cars and you know rebel me, I want to find out why so I drive down the highway to the border of South Carolina and I swear to God there were like two state patrolmen on either side with standing in front of their cars with shotguns. Yeah. And I just turned around. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That whole, when I first started doing comedy, one of the things I would talk about, um, and I don't do this anymore, so I don't really, I probably shouldn't be running bits of a podcast, but whatever. Like, I always (laughs) felt like, (laughs) I always felt like the notes of southern hospitality would with a farce, because you're in the middle of nowhere, everybody's armed, like, of course people are gonna be polite to people, because if you're not polite, you might wind up in a, in a hole in the field somewhere, it's like, I mean, it's Southern hospitality, but yeah, it's like, it's like, how can you claim Southern hospitality if you got two guys with shotguns at the border? It's like, you Know it's, it's, it's so so you get to California and you're yeah. how old 12 and, and where and do you live in California? What place? Huntington Beach? Oh, I mean. That's right, Huntington Beach so, yeah. but
0: with, with and under the guardianship of your uh, Ado- adopted adoptive, parents.
1: Adoptive parents. Yeah, they um, yeah, and and I pretty much like but it was weird because when I moved here, I was very very stuttered and it took me a long time to like de. Southern because I was, I had like a mullet and a very deep Southern accent. You still kind of have a mullet, bro. Yeah, it's, the, uh, <laughs> and I still watch pro wrestling and like, you know. You well. come across to me more like like East Coast
0: for well, some reason. I don't well,
1: know I mean. it, it is kind of weird because my, my birth family were my grandfather was like a New York Irish guy who right. moved to North Carolina oh. and I later on found out that I actually have a second cousin who became notable from like getting the Netflix documentary about being a dirty cop. Um, <laughs> um, which is really interesting, but like <clears throat> yeah, we're like New York Irish people. Who sort of became southerners? It was, you know, it's like, it's kind of weird because it's like, that's it, so it's bad judgment throughout the generations. Just like, who who moves to the south? Like, <laughs> after 1866, who moves <laughs> to <Where'd> the south? <laughs> Where'd you go to college, Joe? I'm um, actually down the road from where I live in Long Beach. I love Long Beach. He's Uh, from Long Beach. Yeah, you can't say any bad things about Long Beach. Which college? Where'd you go? Uh, Cal State, Long Beach. Oh, you went to Cal State? 49ers. What was Uh, your, what would you major in? Uh, I actually got both my, um, both my uh, bachelor's and my graduate degree um, from Long Beach. actually the same building. sits across the hallway. But I got my BA in political science and I got my, uh, graduate degree in public policy and administration. So, like, one theory of government, one's the, 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 the practice of government. And I actually, for a while, prior to April 2018, when I made the decision to do comedy full-time, I started comedy in college, you know, and, um... Because I needed something other than school. Because I was, I was, like, going crazy. I'm like... What, what talent shows they had? Or what? Uh, well... Or you to uh, open uh, mic nights around town? Um, I, I would go to the local open mic in Orange County. But I just needed something other than... Because schoolwork, for me, kind of sucked. Because it took a long time. Cause it, the arms and like, typing and shit. And they're... <laughs> Like, for a while, I was like, why the fuck am I, like, trying to be a academic when I can barely type? You know, and, but, but for a while, I was gonna do, like, the, the bits in my head was, I was gonna have a day job, and then I was gonna do comedy at night. So I would have, like, a foundation. But you're studying, studying politics. Did you
0: have any... Inclination to get into politics?
1: Well, I—it's kind of hard for me to run for office. Why? Why not? (laughs) For me to run, run? Why not, man?
0: No, I got it. Oh, we're going back to puns and jokes. Oh, yeah. I was trying to like have like hit you with hard questions. No, (laughs) (laughs) I—I
1: thought about I thought about running for office, but for real. I don't think, well, I so I've seen what happens when people that run for office, who said it run for office. You've already talked too much shit on Twitter to run for office at this point. <laughs> All right, so re- <laughs> real quick, talk,
0: speaking of Twitter, Twitter speaking I've been of, banned from Twitter before. So <laughs> why, and then what happened with Ricky Gervais? You called him out and he blocked you? Yeah. Uh well
1: it was it was I was harassing him to be fair I was you were harassing Ricky Gervais
0: yeah what were you I... saying to him Ricky if you're watching this is no reflection Joe's a friend and <coughs> he's just on the podcast so <laughs> well if you ever want to put me in uh, one of your things I'll do it
1: no he's great don't, don't fuck this up, no. <laughs> he's great no he's great for real don't don't take the um. No, I guess what it was was and I can't prove this, okay, but after the Will Smith thing, he I'm convinced he has a burner account where he retweets his own like clips of videos and it's it's clearly a burner account. and it's like I want to say it, you know, and like give him the, the exposure. But like, it kind of goes, it kind of goes back to the, the speech he gave at the Golden Globes, the one that everybody was like Gaga for, and the speech where he told Hollywood, oh, you know, blah like, blah blah. Off and all that yeah, but it's like, to me, it's like, I saw it, and even at the time, I'm like. He accused everybody of being responsible for Harvey Weinstein when it's like, well, okay, Ricky, who's your best friend? Louis C.K. You know, that's like. You like, tweeted that. Well, no, <laughs> I, I, I probably <laughs> didn't tweet, tweet that. Made him well, you? well, okay, yeah. I, I just said he fucks his dog. <laughs> uh, uh, and so, and here's why. To be fair to me. And you have no, here's my no shame. No, because. Why would you even say that to because me? Because he, in that speech, he came up and he told everybody, don't come up here and talk about social activism and all this stuff, which would make sense. If it were somebody else, if James Woods had come up and said that, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's that's right on. John, John Boyd said that. That would make a lot of sense, but Ricky Gervais never shuts up about his causes, like the veganism and the animal rights thing, and 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 on top of all this, for me, I don't like English people. Cause, <laughs> cause <laughs> I'm Iris. Whoa, what's wrong with
0: you? Why are you so? I, ma- I mean, if. What do what, Why? People, why? It, what did
1: what, what do the Brits do to you? Well, it's not just it's me; it's, it's not, a whole country. It's Ireland. It's, it's <laughs> they they took over the known world, causing multiple famines <laughs> okay, throughout <bye>. the earth. <laughs> All and, right, we're, we're jumping uh, in a rabbit hole. Right Colonial. That's that's it. Okay. And, and <laughs> I mean. And I understand Ricky wants to save the pugs because he looks like one, but like you know. <laughs> <Oof>. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Joe. Uh,
0: okay. Well, uh, so I, I will say this. I well, I, I I watch your I watch your your Twitter your Twitter feed. I, I see what you tweet out uh, daily, mind you. Yeah. And um, you take shots a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're, you're you're a little bit of a he's a troll. He's a, he's a troll. A Twitter yeah, troll. You're not a troll. You're a jouster. You like to you like to poke and prod. your very well, protagonist. you would be great for one of your movies. Uh, oh
1: yeah. Uh, just, <laughs> just like poking
0: people. Yeah, literally poking people. I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it, yeah, I mean, I he you know he the colonialism that happened. <laughs> So just okay, for, for the record, if you're watching when you're watching,
1: you've won how many roast battles? Uh, I th- I've done 40 of them. 40 roast and battles. And I probably have a 500 record. So like it's pretty even, even. So out of the 40, you've won how many? Half. Uh, Half. Probably like 24. Two thralls, that's 38. So I probably won mm, 20. If
0: you don't know what Roast Battle is, (coughs) excuse me, Roast Battle is when two it's uh, 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 Moses, a good friend of ours, Moses, and Jeff Ross, actually, a comedian. They made this almost like a competition. uh, It's a roast. It's two comics who get up. You guys do research for a couple weeks on your your opponent. And you talk a lot of shit about each other's families and mothers and lives and even personal stuff. It gets pretty... (laughs) <laughs> dark oh, yeah. sometimes
1: Yeah it does I mean And I've been Really Fortunate That like I've never had one That's dissolved Mine are always Be entertaining uh, Cause I try. I go dark I go personal But I You go really dark I was, I mean, So yeah. No he
0: He, he doesn't hold back bro
1: Yeah but But I, Gervais I Fucking blocked him Well that Yeah but See that's 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 kind of why It's it's. I I don't so
0: you, Ricky Gervais probably fucks his dog. I mean
1: Well it got <laughs> it got a response, uh, uh, so <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs>
0: Poking and prodding, poking and prodding.
1: Well, to be fair to me, it's <laughs> it's very boring sitting in the twilight, so I gotta have some I got to look, when I was a freshman in high school, I was with a walker, and and I signed up to for the football tryouts, and so, you know, it's just, I've always had this, like, I, I guess I watch too much wrestling, where I like being a heel, and, you know, I tell people I put the heel in wheelchair, you know, <laughs> uh, um... Joe also an accomplished
0: and uh, really awesome painter. I've seen some of your paintings.
1: Oh thank you. I, I actually, It's that's something I wanted to do even before being a comedian. I wanted to be a painter, but then all my like people be looking up my arms going, yeah, sure. Like <laughs> I almost <laughs> like I almost went in <coughs> in school, I wanted to almost get like an art degree. And I had this idea that I was gonna like do art museum tour guides because all my life I've I've tried to find scenarios where I can have a job doing something really easy that matches my li- limit, limited physical capacities, you know. And, and I haven't quite found that yet, but um, I'm um, I'm I'm gonna. My goal is to be the host of Wheel of Ports and that's what I'm trying to say. Is, uh, that's my goal. Wheel of Fortune. Hell yeah. <coughs> Do
0: you have any shows coming up? Um, Besides uh, the ones we're doing, but any
1: um, specific um, ones you want to um, plug? Temecula? Oh, yeah, Temecula tomorrow night. Oh, this won't uh, go on before then. Um, Temecula tomorrow night. Um, I'm... I'm uh, that we got Ontario in <laughs> August.
0: August 10th, Ontario Improv. The three of us. Yeah, It's will throw another comic on
1: there. Brandon uh, yeah. Johnson's going to do it. I'm probably going to be sober, and that's—I uh, haven't drank in a month, and I'm going to go two more months. That's what I'm currently working I'm on. I'm going to get this. you a 90-day check. That's man. not true. I yeah. last time I drank was St. Patty's Day.
0: Oh, no, I thought you had a drink at the stand-up club the other night. No. You no, know, I
1: had coffee.
0: <coughs> Why do you, uh, what was your decision to go sober?
1: Um, well, I, I had, I've been dialing it back since I got alcohol poisoning last summer. Alcohol um, poisoning? What, what yeah. were you drinking? Uh, it's more a question of what wasn't I drinking. <laughs> and, uh, How much did you have to drink? And one day, and I guess I, when
0: you're uh, like, when you're drunk, I mean, no offense, but people can't really tell. I
1: mean, so. uh, well, no, <laughs> the pits gives it away. The pits gives it away. <laughs> uh, uh, how uh, many How many physical drinks did you have
0: that night that made you want to go? That
1: day, um, probably like 10. 10 drinks. Yeah, I probably, and like, probably six mixed drinks and then. Two double IPAs and then a couple more, make three. And what happened? Did you black out? Did you have? Like- I blacked out. I was hung over for thirteen hours. I had to go to the ER, and wow, it was just dehydration. And- yeah, I, w- I was shaking, and I mean, uh, I like I couldn't. I I had the chills. I had. I mean, the doctor told me that like. I almost—I if I had kept drinking, I probably would have died, and and that was one night. And it was weird because I never done anything like that before. And yeah, why do you why do you jump in that rabbit hole? What made you? Ah, uh, you know what I think it was. It's actually a pretty positive reason. It was right after I got the, done the GoFundMe to get the band. Oh. I was doing a show with. Um, the Smith brothers, uh, 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 the the dirty show at uh, uh, the Ontario Improv, and uh, and I was so happy, I was so celebratory that I sort of just went crazy and like it, it was embarrassing. So I tried so to walk it back a little, and then. I you just, drinking at the Irvine Improv show? Uh, was it, was it? That yeah. one. That one, yeah. He, he was I probably... pacing himself. He just wasn't binge drinking. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> but so, uh, that was
0: recently, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. So I, I was re- right now. I'm I am not if I buy another timeline, Joe. Right, right, right now. I'm, I'm on no alcohol. I i so December, he got uh, one month sober. Yeah, it's sort of like an impromptu Lent uh, without <laughs> all the religious implications. But, but weed, you'll smoke. Yeah. Well, I've never had a bad. Time Yeah, nobody like ODs on weed. Except me. Uh, I od uh, once. Well, there is a thing now where people it's called cannabinoid hypernosis where people get like dehydrated. It's some sillier so thing. They're smoking weed? Yeah. It's called uh, the like, munchies. That's what it's okay. called. <laughs> Cutting yeah. off. Um what's your dating life like? Uh it's pretty much not. Uh it's uh I've seen you with chicks. I've seen you with really chicks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I've met a few, you know, people here and there, but it's like weird because I'm, I enjoy my. I've I've tried to find a way to be funny about this, but if the idea of dating somebody is about like. Sharing your life with somebody. What part of my life am I gonna want to share with like with somebody? It's because like because you're a fucking fantastic guy, man. Well, you're, there's you're lovable.
0: That, you're funny. There's that handsome part. chicks like fucking hanging out with you. What do you mean?
1: Well, there it's that part. But I just, I just have like being disabled. It's it's a lot of moments where you don't have dignity, and it's it's. Uh, I almost come to the conclusion that this life that I have might be for a while better off lives alone, you know. And and so I don't. I met like I said, I met a few people here and there, but it's like I don't know. It's it's kind of it's it's kind of tough. And I mean, I I came from like a pretty rough. Uh, I bring in, and I I just, I don't think I'm ready to, like, uh, I don't know, I haven't put too, I'm also very, um, I've been told that I have too much initiative, and I'm too self, uh, I'm too self-oriented, and I don't clue people in, and like what I'm doing, I just sort of go off and do my own thing, and, and I just, I don't know. I wouldn't want, <clears throat> I wouldn't want, when you're disabled, you want life a certain way. And and it's, it's uh, I, I don't know if I'd ever be able to like meet somebody that, that would want to take that on for themselves. And I, I wouldn't expect anybody to like, you know, want to take that on for themselves. You know what I mean? Uh, plus, I feel you. Look,
0: you've been a breath of fresh air in our circle. <clears throat> That's why I always try to have you on yeah. comedy shows. You're fun to be around. You're funny as fuck. Um, and I'm
1: too busy doing comedy with, like, for people that don't understand, people that are, are, are like, not that I'm making myself sound more than I am to say, oh, yeah, I'm so busy doing comedy. But, like, that is pretty much what takes up, like, 85% of my sure. life effort that, like, Somebody would need to be down with that and it's like that's not really reasonable. Plus if you're on social security you can't get married. Do you know really? that? Yeah. I didn't know that. But check this out. That's This is what's really janky. You should get on social you, security. You, you, yeah. You, you, uh, you can be like I'm not it's not my fault. It's the government. But uh um do you know if I have a child out of wedlock, they'll, like, triple my social security? If you have a child out of wedlock, no, they'll triple it? Not triple it. Um, they'll give me a third more. So why don't you just, like, make no, a gallery Yeah, yeah, see,
0: that's that's what's... Does your... um? <clears throat> I mean, I guess it does. Like, does your...
1: Uh, well, report? yeah, I
0: mean... My, my birth family. Your Johnson, does it work? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what, you know, I mean, I don't know what's Yeah,
1: going I actually, I'm going to make t shirts <laughs> that say my dick works. Um, but, uh, okay. It's seldom. But, um, is this too much, Marcus?
0: Marcus is like, I'm, I'm stuck between a rock <laughs> and <laughs> He's hard like right Marcus. in the middle. <laughs> I'm just I'm enjoying
1: uh. Well, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, no, uh, uh, just just enjoying the adventure. Please continue, Joe. No, I was just going to say that, like, yeah, it's the last five generations of my birth family each have five kids, we each have five kids of their own. They're very Irish in that regard, you know, they're just, they, you know, so I, I wouldn't count that out. But then again, it's like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna do the whole family man thing. I wouldn't be opposed to. I think it's really awesome that a lot of people do that. But then again, the earth it's melting. So is it really fair to like bring a kid into the world? Like you know. Plus, you know, how am I gonna play catch with with a kid? They're gonna throw the ball like hit me in the head. 'Cause I can't catch some ball. Or you just
0: hire you hire like a manny, you know, or somebody who's gonna yeah. be like next to you and you you know, you co- Oh, I'm way you coach too,
1: I'm way too cheap for that. I've already figured <laughs> it out I've already figured it out. Uh, if, if that happens if it happens that I have a little happy accident like Bob Roth would say. Um, um i I'm gonna just bring the kid everywhere and just like a free caregiver just like I think you'd be a great father. You're a loving guy. Uh, I like being a good big brother and a good uncle. I my my sister actually, um it's. Uh, I'm I'm really close to my older sister, and she actually we met made, her. She came to the yeah. See, she actually, I'm really proud. She named her born after me. Oh, nice. And nice. I, so that was, uh, like, for me, that's like my biggest accomplishment in my personal life, it's like my nephew It's named after me. So I'm not, you know, maybe two of my, maybe one of my other two brothers will like make it happen. But, uh, you know, until then, now, if I hit it big with some of my movie ideas or like, you know, one of my TikTok hits it, um, who knows, you know, you could be talking to me five years from now when I have like five kids and be like, oh, what happened? You know, like, oh so, my dick worked. And uh yeah. who do you who who
0: do you love and respect and admire in this industry and who do you uh, dislike and disrespect? Oh fuck. <laughs> well besides Ricky Gervais.
1: Yeah, we know the Ricky Gervais thing. There's somebody else who we both agree we both don't like but again it's like i want to give these people no let's uh, not give them any
0: credit but i will say this joe and i have very very similar distaste in, yeah. in certain comics that's like we we literally uh, yeah like when you go i don't like this guy I go, well me too well you know? see,
1: see yeah and
0: <laughs> like we pe- agree to hate you know. <laughs> Mutual hate against one person I don't hey, hate anybody I just hey, dislike bring, certain Hate hey,
1: bringing the world together with hate yeah. <laughs> 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 No but You know what it is It's I have My biggest flaw. is Sometimes I let one thing Influence my entire opinion of somebody And I realize That that might not be the best way of operating But right. like I'll say one person who I'm not afraid to, like, say Rogan, right? Rogan is... I've had my my thing with Rogan. Yeah, but, but, see, my thing with him is more about, number one, I'm a big pro wrestling fan, and he has spent years trashing pro wrestling until a couple wrestlers came on his podcast, and all of a sudden, you know... All that stuff he was saying went out the window. And that's not me making fun of Joe Rogan or Joe Rogan's immense contributions <clears throat> to stand-up, which there are many, but I just, it's like the hanging on wrestling I can't abide. And, like, that's a really petty reason to, like, also, more broadly, Whenever I hear people generally talking about how men need to go back to being men, when men would, like, kill elks with a crossbow and, like, you know, hunt things with their face, and, like, you know, all I hear as a disabled person is, you know what, what they did to disabled people that time in history? They left them in the woods. And they left them to the animals. And so it's like this whole, like, tough guy, mountain man thing. It's kind of like... No, oh, it's a facade. It's, <clears throat>
0: it's, a, it's, a, it's an act. It's like wearing like, a mask. Uh,
1: if you can't reach the top self <laughs> at the grocery store... <laughs> Maybe calm down on the oak a little bit, you know? <laughs> calm down. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> like, like, if I would, okay, you said it, not like, me. If I was out here saying, "Oh yeah, I, I love river dance, river dance," is so amazing. You know, we all gotta watch river dance. You'd be like, you'd be looking at my legs, man. What are you talking about? Like, it's just. But but again, but the pro wrestling thing goes—it's legitimate because, as a guy who likes UFC, pro wrestling, pro wrestling invented that business. There would be because the original pro well, was
0: the exhibitionist, yeah, and the
1: showmanship of the it. The original right. pro wrestlers were legit um, grapplers, right. and and they figured out that if they predetermined these belts that They could sell more tickets and make more money. So, for him who's made all this money off UFC to be sitting on wrestling, it's really uh pedantic. Well, it's a it's it's hypocrisy at its best, and that's well, what, that's and, what he's good but at. it's really petty and it's really esoteric. But to me, it's a big deal, you know. And you know, yeah, I mean, I would love to see him interview Vince McMahon. That would be a really interesting uh, thing. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, but other than that, he's a real funny guy, I guess. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: Yo, we're about to wrap it up here. We want to close out this podcast with your
1: best Hollywood Oh, wait. Sorry. I never said who I liked. Oh, sorry. Let's Let's see. Who did you like? Steven Wright. uh, I love Steven Wright. Mitch Hedberg. Rita, uh, who is the lady who did Vegas a uh, lot, Rita, uh, oh, Rita uh, Rutner. R- Rutner,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, Laura Kitlinger. Uh, I said her name wrong probably, but yeah. Um, yeah, and Kathy Madigan. People Madigan. never talk about Madigan enough. But She's super funny. Hilarious. Uh, <clears throat> and Pat right. Oswald. And Patton Oswald Yeah, he's I like awesome. That. He's a nice guy. All
0: right, well, thank you for that. Um, and I'm not, obviously.
1: But, uh, <laughs> You're just saying that. Goats so. without saying I uh Justin, our
0: thank you, Justin, by the way, <clears throat> our videographer, editor, sound engineer. Thanks to the Jam in the Van guys, the owners, the staff, the crew. This place is awesome. Check it out. Jaminthevan.com. Live music, live comedy. Um any questions, just we just wrap it up No, with your best The best Hollywood tale. What's your best Hollywood tale, Joe? Five minutes.
1: Um I I did a I got to do it so with Michael for Boston Public, which was really cool because uh I got to go to Ireland on the money I made being on those two shows. And it just sucks now because n- neither of the T V shows I was on. It's on any streaming service, but <laughs> there is an episode of House where if you pause it in the first thirty seconds, you can see me in the crowd you like that. <laughs> yeah, for like a brief second. Uh, that it's my career goal to be in the background of everything—the random guy in the wheelchair strolling across the screen, you know. <laughs> You, so, you were an
0: extra in hell? Yeah, yeah. I'm background. Yeah, I did, I did background for a couple years. That's a good way to sneak into the business.
1: Uh, but, you know, until I get my FDR role, until I play FDR and <laughs> get like the blanket on my leg. Okay.
0: All right, guys, this has been another episode of
1: Hollywood Tales uh, with Joe Urell. Or Larry Flint.
0: <laughs> they already did that movie. Woody Harrelson played him. Marcus Redmond sitting in on this whole uh, debacle today. Blake Barty, my co host. <clears throat> Find us on Instagram. I'm at Ahmed Ahmed, comedy A H M E D twice. Comedy, you're at?
1: At Blake Bartee comedy. And you're at?
0: Marcus Redmond, M A R K U S R E D M O N D.
1: On Instagram and Joe? Joe, you're all J O E E U R E L L, not that you can understand what I'm saying, but um, <laughs> um, Joe Urell. Oh, my God. It's in the title. Just look it up. Yeah. Yo, I want to thank Jake
0: Kotler, <laughs> Dave Bell, the owners of Jam in the Van, uh, Jake Trainer, the venue operations manager, Jack Higgins, uh, who is our creative director, Justin, who's on board with us today, and Wolf Ramirez, who's usually in the studio with us. This place is awesome. Check us out. We have some shows coming up. Ontario Improv. It's down the road, but Ontario Improv, uh, August 10th. (coughs) Just go to improv.com slash Ontario. We have shows coming up in Seattle, September, I want to say, 16, 17, I believe. And then we have Dallas-Fort Worth Hyenas, um, September 30th, October 1st. Uh, And then we have a big show coming up in Huntington Beach, it's the 15-year Axis of Evil reunion tour. <coughs> First time the three of us have gotten together in 15 years. Maz Jabrani, Aaron Cater, myself. It's hosted by Omid Singh. Crystal Marie Denha will be on the show. It's a big outdoor 500-seat, on-the-beach venue, fire pits, cabanas. Go to Eventbrite. Type in Axis of Evil comedy. Tickets are selling fast. Might even shoot it as a special. May 13th, Friday, Friday the 13th, May 13th. Hell yeah. Um, It's going to be fun. So if you're in uh, Southern California, get your tickets. We'll see you there. And um, please check out Jam in the Van. See you next time. Thanks.